Hey, how's it going? It's your boy Chris for the Rupal. And if you're hearing this, you're probably going, hey, what, what what's going on here? What's going on here? <laughs> well, see, we went through a rebrand. The original podcast was called Speaking of Which. And I didn't want to get rid of a certain number of these episodes um, because I was like, they kind of relate to Drunken Book Club and I wanted to keep them alive. So I wanted to keep these adventure episodes alive with the rebranding. So... Here it is, here's the message letting you know what's kind of going on, why I didn't say welcome to Drunken Book Club, or talking about what we drank, yada 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 kind of thing. Um, but here it is, and our new socials for this series are dbc underscore pod, not, at, not the old one, that's our Twitter account, <laughs> and possibly Instagram come soon. And we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkenbookclub, where you can pay a dollar and tell us what book to read, and... To have a jovial time with us. All right, thanks for joining me, and you guys enjoy the episode. Bye bye. Have you ever thought to yourself, "Hey, these guys should talk about this book on Drunken Book Club," or even, "Hey, I want to hear them gush about this on Rubles Rupees." Well, guess what? We'll listen to you if you pitch in a dollar on our Patreon. That's right, for one dollar, we'll listen to you. And along with that dollar, you know what else you get? You get access to all the bonus episodes that I put out every single week, including the backlogs, and early access to all our podcasts and videos, and everything else that I put up on there. So for a dollar, I think it's pretty much worth it, but you be the judge. Check it out. It's at patreon.com slash speaking of which. Thank you, and enjoy the show. I'm your host, Christopher the Rupal, and we're we're going to be reading a special book today. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, I'm your yeah, like I said, I'm your host, Christopher the Rupal, and uh, joining me, Sam, Alina, illiterate Brandon, uh, Noelia. Mm, I can't see without my glasses. Weiss. And originally, I had planned for us to read the Animorphs Alternomorphs book, <laughs> which is its own choose your own adventure book. Alternomorphs. But um, guys. You want to know what page you get to make your first decision? How many pages do you have to read? 20. First. 17. You have to read 17 pages to get to your first decision. Jeez. Oof. I feel like that takes a little while to get into the fun. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to be reading You Are a Millionaire. Uh-huh. I, I just feel like we get we found a blank check, guys. Come on. Who oh, doesn't want... Is, who doesn't is want... this just a blank check? Choose your own adventure? Yeah, before be blank, bank check. Before blank check. Oh! Yeah. Can't do my thing, that's real Yeah, go ahead. I just didn't want to do that in the middle of, like, reading. So, um, a couple other Choose Your Own Adventures that came out before this book were Master of Kung Fu, Return of the Ninja, The Worst Day of Your Life. I need to find oh, that one. Oh, no! <laughs> this one's for Weiss. Alien, go home. Oh, I, 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 I enjoy that immensely. We'll have to get that one for na- uh, what's called Native American Month. There you go. Oh, shoot. Alien, go home. Uh, ing- indigenous Day. Yeah, in- thank you. Indigenous People's Day. Yeah. And uh, Dinosaur Island. Da-da-da. Like, honestly, one of those sounds 
Some of those are like they Kung Fu cool. Master. That's a master awesome. of Kung Fu. That Living sounds cool. out your dreams. I'm just yeah. afraid it's gonna be like that one. This is just one. a power fantasy, guys. <laughs> is that that's what all of them are? Honestly, <laughs> I could use a power fantasy. Choose your own adventure. After all the horrible stuff we've been through, and choose your own adventures. This yep. is true. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, it's kind of nice to just have. You guys want to go to Jamaica? And... <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, name in this book is Carla Emerson. Thank you, Carla Emerson. This is also apparently from the Hayes Public Library. Was that the one where we went when you went on the and got like a random box? Yeah, I got like a bunch of them. So uh, here's the first page. Uh, It has a picture of a kid. Weiss, can you describe this child to us? Um, All-American white boy. All-American white boy with a baseball mitten, a baseball cap, a baseball jacket. All-American white boy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's the American dream right there. I thought that mitten was just an enlarged hand. (laughs) It honestly looks like you put the head of like a 16-year-old on a 4-year-old body. Uh, it's not that small. It's pretty. His oh, head he, is huge. His he head is kind of big. His, I would say that his, his head is definitely. Yeah, I, I'd agree with the fourteen year old. But I feel like a ten year old body. I see how personally. they were trying to go for that top down view, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't he, like if he was, if he yeah. was a character on the Sandlot, I would not believe he was a kid. It is Smalls. <laughs> it's handsome Smalls from like the sequels. <laughs> his pouty lips weird me out. The he's yeah. in, does he even have pouty lips? Are you sure? He just has very pronounced lips for a 16-year-old boy <laughs> with, a, with a 10-year-old's body. <laughs> You're oh, kicking no. around in a vacant lot with your friend, Bruce. It's a hot summer day. Your shirt is sticking to your back, and you're bored. Yo, amigo, Bruce calls to you. Catch! Bruce throws a ball from the other end of the lot, and you watch as it sails over your head and into a thicket of bushes. Oh, it's the sandlot. Yeah, oh my yeah, gosh. See, I thought it was going to hit us and then we were going to be horribly mangled and we got millionaire status by, like, lawsuit medical checks? bills. Yeah. yeah. See, I thought by, it was by suing our good friend. <laughs> like Lucky um, from, from King of the Hill. This is from 1990. This is before, like, the big Sue stuff. <laughs> Sorry, but I do like the so Like it's, it feels like such an integral part of our culture. <laughs> you sigh and think maybe you should go home. You and Bruce have already played all the games you can think of, and he's beating you every time. All of the games. You're starting to get tired of him. Anyone else ever have that problem with a friend like hanging out for too long for like one day and just be like, we've played everything, we're bored? Oh my yeah. gosh. I've, I've had that. Guys, we're thought... going to become a hitman. We have the money for it. <laughs> Bruce is all right to hang out with until you run out of things to do. Then he starts being getting bossy and tries to push you around. He likes to be in charge. And since he's bigger than you and your friends, he usually gets away with it. What the heck? Still, you don't mind doing stuff with him, especially since your other friends are away at camp. Oh, Bruce is the secondary friend. Oh, yeah, he's that friend. (laughs) Friend, why are you feeling sorry for Bruce? (laughs) Because that's me! (laughs) Usually Bruce will shape up if you threaten to go home. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Toxic friendship right here. That sounds like a young friend. This is childhood friendship. Very true, very true. And then you make up ten minutes later. Exactly. Yeah. Terrible. We were all terrible as children. Honestly, we... I mean, most children are like terrible people. Honestly, uh, yeah. Me and my cousin, children, we, we were like the best friends. We were brothers, but we would fight, and then we'd be sent home because <laughs> we fought like fist fight. Every time. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a native friendship right there. Yeah. Besides, it's not all his fault. He doesn't like to talk about it, but there are a lot of problems in his family. Aww. He's even tried to run away a couple of times, and he doesn't have many friends. He knows he's a little funny looking, <laughs> and his bristly black crew cut 
and his overgrown bulk and awkward limbs. Dude, Damn. this kid is <laughs> fucked up. The the Roasting. main character. But every once in a while, he surprises you. He's a bit of a daredevil, and sometimes he comes up with really good ideas. Okay, Bruce. You call to him. Go get the ball. Go get the ball, Bruce. Go get the ball. <laughs> no way. He calls back. You missed it. You go get it. Turn to page two. Time to go home, you say to yourself. You pull aside the branches and make your way into the bushes, trying to get a glimpse of the ball. The problem is, you don't particularly like going home. Now that Mrs. Harkley is there, Teresa, your younger sister, calls her the horrible Mrs. Harkley. At first, you get excited when your parents said they needed some time alone and were going to spend the summer in Europe. A.K.A. they're boning. They're boning in Europe without you kids. That's why you're there. I mean, preferably without you kids. It'd be weird if they were in the room. They're they're going to bone town while you guys stay home with this bitch. I mean, yeah, again, at least they're, yeah. But you groaned when you found out Mrs. Harkley would be staying with you. You asked if they could get someone else, but your mother said she wouldn't be able to find another person she could trust on such short notice. Besides, Mrs. Harkley was lonely and could use the work. <laughs> That's mean. She's mostly just weird. Like the... Oh, excuse me. Okay, let's see what this kid deems weird. Uh, she's mostly just weird. Like the way she walks around the house with rubber bands on her wrist. That's pretty normal That's nowadays. Normal. Yeah. Nowadays, nowadays at least. Give it ten as years. She, as if she's going to shoot them at you if she catches you doing something wrong. I mean, that's I awesome. mean, that's kind of cool. Excuse? <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't want to get a rubber band shot at me as a kid. Exactly, so that's why you stay in line. You do feel safe with Mrs. Harkley, and she does seem responsible. But instead of having more fun while your parents are gone, you have less. She makes you go to bed early. In the morning after breakfast, she kicks you out of the house so she can sit around and watch soap operas all day. Wow, what kind of soap operas are you watching, Miss Harkley? The kind not for kids. She doesn't like your friends to come over. Instead of chicken pot pies or spaghetti for dinner, you have to eat things she likes, like liver and okra. Okay, that's gross. Well, you don't eat meat, so. Oh, I mean, that's gross. Lover's almost exactly like a I know, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I need the okra. I like okra. Okay. I like okra. Yeah. Is, was that like a common dish in the 90s or something? Or? I think he's going with like the, or whoever the my, author is. My mom did make like dehydrated like liver jerky ones for my sister when she was like an infant. Yeah. Because it was like was healthy it? or something. Oh. Because she was trying to be like the healthy mom and then my yeah. sister had Fruit Loops and it was all fucking Down and up from there. <laughs> yeah. oh Speaking God. of fr- loopy cereal, I got Applejack cereal, but hear me out guys. It's Nickelodeon slime version, so they turn the milk green. Oh, that's, that's cool. disgusting! No, yeah. I thought it was cool. No, no that's like the like Shrek that. ketchup and stuff. Like Wait. she even keeps the cookies hidden, oh. doling them out one by one, and won't let you take food into the living room while you watch TV. We're reverting to the nineties where we get purple ketchup and. I like that. Okay. <laughs> I like the green ketchup. I liked the. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought it was fun. Wait, hold on. I don't know why. I got grossed out by the purple this kid ketchup. Plays baseball. I gotta put this. Kind did of... you see when they did like studies and stuff for the ketchup colors that some people like would actually get sick? Really? By the multiple colors, it's like a psychological. Huh? Thing. Yeah. My I mom. If that's what happened with pink sauce. My, uh, my, my mom said that the green ketchup always reminded her of baby poop, so she didn't want to ever. Try it did it. look like baby poop green. Like it, it does. wasn't like a green. Like, green upon growing like up green. now, yes. Now in the vacant lot with Bruce, you can't see the ball in the bushes and realize you'll have to go farther in to find it. You part the branches and plunge in. Your legs get scratched and spider webs get in your face. The ball is nowhere in sight, but something else catches your eye. Meth. 
It's partially buried <laughs> under some twigs and leaves, as if hastily hidden. Meth. The, you brush aside the leaves and find an old, beat-up leather satchel filled with meth. Yes! <laughs> yeah, that's how you become a millionaire. You sell that shit. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. looks as though it's been through a war. The satchel is heavy. You start to say something to Bruce as you unhook the clasp and open it up. But you stop dead when you look in. Your eyes bug open wide. Holy moly! You whisper, it's full of money! He's 16. <laughs> He's not 16. Oh. This is not a 16 year old kid. He says, holy moly. <laughs> As a 16 year old, I know I said holy moly. When I saw those bazoombas, unbelievably. <laughs> That's, I'm those drunk. Gazungas. Those gazoobies, as Stephen King would call them. Uh, Terrible name for it, I know. Hey, Bruce Call. Uh, hey, Bruce Calls. What are you doing in there? Jacking up? <laughs> Don't tell him crap. Was that an actual line? No. Oh, okay. Oh, this isn't You, you Are a Cat, where it would be an actual line. <laughs> this is in the 90s, kids. Uh, you stop gaping at the money and watch through the branches as Bruce walks toward you. Should you tell him about it? Or should you hide the satchel and come back for it later? We should tell him. You no. close the bag thinking fast. Bruce is getting closer. He may already have seen you with it. So here are the two choices, guys. If you tell Bruce about the money, page 75. If you decide not to mention the money, turn to page 10. Oh, Bruce. His limbs are too long. First See? of all, this is a nice hat, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. You can have it if you want. No, I'm not an LA fan. Same. I got it for a Goosebumps video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, part of me goes, we should... Because I'm worried if we save it for later, someone else might come back. and some The person that actually stowed the money. Also, if he's like, hey, can we ha- can we split it? You still have 500000 your And you can also go find your keeper's bitch. I feel like if we say no, he's going to beat us up. I don't think he's going to beat us up because he's too lonely. So lonely. <laughs> oh, so lonely. I think we're going to have a hard time. Yeah, like somebody else may take it and... Um... That's just game over because... Yeah, and not to mention, like, Bruce has a hard life. He could probably use it. Yeah, hard knock life. And still, $500,000 in the 90s. That's a lot more money than now. This is pre-Bill Clinton hitting the fucking presidency. Money's tight. I say hell no. So no... He needs it with his big body and awkward limbs. Okay, so we have no... (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll give it to him. Yeah. We're going to tell him. Let's tell him. Weiss is the only chaotic you guys were, you guys Wow, wow. You didn't want to share your land, and now you don't want to share your money. Of course. Ah. Okay. Redistribute uh, the wealth, Weiss. <laughs> guys, on this page, there's a word circled. What? There's a word circled what? on this page. Do you want me to write down what the word is? is you. You? It's just, just the word you. Just you. Just you. you is like it circled by somebody at the library? See, or? look at that. It's you. Somebody just circled. Yeah, it looks Why? like. I don't know. Okay, so it wasn't that it was like the author circled you. It was somebody from the library who. Uh, Maybe. Circled. Oh my god, the next page. Okay, you d- we're not turning to the next page for this one, but the next page has like the cops fucking <gasps> about to gun down this white dude. Oh. <laughs> and I'm excited. <laughs> I think we may have fucked up, guys. It, it, it's, it's not, not that's the next one. Though. So that's uh, a different, different thing. Yeah. Because this one tells me to turn to page 52 um. after this one. So, look at this! You call to Bruce holding up the satchel. It's filled with money! Bruce peers through the branches. What are you talking about? You pick your way out. I, I found a briefcase full of money! Oh. You well, you're set... doing that like you're jerking yourself off to... You're money! Just give him a money shot. <laughs> you set the satchel down and open it for Bruce to see. He stares blankly for a moment. 
moment. Then his eyes bug out and his mouth moves. But all he can manage to, is to stammer, I, 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 I can't b- believe it. He pulls out a band of bills and flips through it. They're all hundreds, he says. There must be a million dollars here. You! Dun, dun, dun. That's the one that's a circle. You said the word. <laughs> Look at the money. A crisp green portrait of Benjamin Franklin stares back at you. He gives you that special wink he always does Thank to you. old ladies. <laughs> that's all I was gonna say. That's that's a Simpsons joke, I think. Or he just fucks a bunch of old ladies. Yep. I wonder who it belongs to. You muse. Who cares? Bruce answers. It's ours now. No, you say. We have to try yes. to find the person who lost it. No. Wow. You guys chose the loser's choice. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't have been a millionaire anyways. What's a $5,000 in the year? 500000 Yeah. Uh, I'm the real winner. Half millionaire. Half millionaire. Half millionaire. So Bruce is the one saying we have to? Or no, no we, are. we are. We are. We are. Oh. Yeah. So we're the... Bruce we're doing the responsible thing, apparently. Well. Lame. Uh, Bruce looks at you Bruce and narrows his eyes. Are you crazy, he asks. No, I'm not crazy, you reply. I just think it's the right thing to do. Listen, Bruce says with exasperation, whoever lost his money didn't get it by doing good deeds. Otherwise, why would they have stashed it in the bushes? Yeah. Ooh. No, Bruce is like, run. Maybe they stole it from somebody else and we should try to find the person they stole it from. Oh, hell no. Who's going to be running around with a million dollars in a briefcase? Yeah. (laughs) Bruce says, it's probably belonged to some drug dealer. Yes, Ah, meth money. It's a drug dealer. Meth. Meh. Damn! Meh, meh, meh. <laughs> I would, I will, I will always admit to whenever I make a joke, I wish I came up with the drug dealer line. <laughs> Sam, Sam called it meth. <laughs> this is, no, this is 1990, it's weed. Aww. Or crack. Or crack. Could be crack. Could be crack. Ooh, Honestly. yeah, Reagan. That's more likely. H.W. Bush is in the office. Yep. Bruce's logic is hard to refute. <laughs> then I guess we should take it to the police, you say? No. no way, Bruce counters. A cab. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe that was written in there. Right? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. How, uh, whoa. That will only give the bad guy a chance to get it back. And if he doesn't, then the police will give it to the government. Oh and they'll gosh. spend it on a nuclear bomb. <laughs> oh my God. This is a great fucking book. I think Bruce is actually the best friend we could ever have. I was going to say, why were you writing off Bruce so... Bruce is cool. Bruce is the voice of reason. Bruce is ACAB. Low-key, let's say low-key that Bruce... Is been through some shit and watched too many movies. Guys, you know this I'm stuff. glad I chose this one over the the Animorphs book. It's written by Hideo Kojima. Uh, no, Jay Leno. <laughs> uh, uh, Jay Liebold. I was gonna say at first I was like, shit, what the fuck? I mean, it kind of makes sense with these jokes. Oh, hey, for what it's worth, I don't like Jay Leno, but he's actually pretty funny. Why don't you like it? Like, is it just like a personality? Thing I, I don't like his personality. That's he's kind fair. of a douche. Oh. That's fair. He kind of gives off that vibe. Yeah. That but kind but of apparently smoke he's a good guy. Apparently he's a good guy. Yeah. My parents um, love him. You still they don't would. feel right about keeping the money. Well, then, you say we should give it to some deserving people. Yeah, Bruce says. Us. Like us. <laughs> Thank you for finishing the line. There you go. <laughs> you and Bruce stare at each other for a full minute. Think about it, he says. We can do anything we want. We can travel around the world. I guess if we do keep the money, it won't be very smart to hang around here. 
you say. If the person who lost it catches us, they probably won't be very nice about it. Exactly, Bruce agrees. Come on, where do you want to go? Bang it's up to you. Europe. We'll travel for a while, <laughs> then decide what to do with the rest of it when we get back. A vision of the pyramids of Egypt flashes through your head. Bruce's idea is tempting. Maybe you should stop worrying about what the right thing to do is and have some fun. Bang across Europe. <laughs> Bang across Europe. Just like your mom. With Bruce? So, yes. At this point, I'm going with Sam's idea because she's been calling everything so far. <laughs> if you take Bruce up on his offer to travel, turn to page 83. If you try to find the owner of the satchel instead, turn to page 113. I want to travel. Travel. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to find the... I think we're all like, no, fuck that. But okay. I want to get to the cops. We don't want to die. Gunning some oh, dude yeah. down. So are we, so I have one travel. We'll travel. 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 It's all yeah, travel. It's yeah. all travel. Okay, we're going. I'm just saying that we're making like a bad basketball player in traveling. Yeah. Sports joke. We are living vicariously Sports. through. Oh, we're doing the one thing we can't do as broke ass millennials: exactly. traveling around the world. Oh damn. Not unless we find a briefcase full of millions. Guys, this is a stupid idea. We're children. How are you going to be able to get on an airplane? I was gonna. I wanted to bring that up, but it, it's an option. So you yeah, know what? I've heard of children like flying by themselves before. Yeah, no, unattended minor. But they, someone has to buy their ticket. Yeah, don't you have to have a credit card to buy a ticket? Not necessarily. Not the 90s. I don't know how to oh, yeah, This is pre 9/11. This is true. You oh, can just shoot. walk up to planes. You can wear your shoes without having to take them off. You can just right. walk up to the gate, like. You can bring bombs on planes back then. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shoot! You could yeah. Oh, you could bring home a sword from Japan. Yeah. Bring home sex toys. No. <laughs> on carry-on bags. They're children, <laughs> Sam. Carry-on bags. Why do you want them to have sex and buy sex toys so much? Gross. <laughs> Why do you make this like I'm not pretending that it's us and we're just? We're this isn't us. Aww. We're clearly a handsome blonde boy. <laughs> okay, get a sword from, from Japan. Exactly. All right, you say to Bruce, let's do it. Let's go to Egypt and see the pyramids. I mean, that's pretty boss. Like, that's pretty cool. I'm just going to say it. I, like, cool. I mean, I'm, I would go to Egypt. I'm, I'm not knocking that. I would fucking yeah. go. Like, <sighs> Yeah, the terrorists aren't there yet, Bruce responds. <laughs> okay, is that a real line? <laughs> no, 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 I can't tell I won't say Chris that. I can't, I can't tell. Put that one in, I know. We can leave right away. Do you have a passport? My, my parents made me get one last year, you say. But don't we need more time to get ready? What for? Bruce replies. We can't buy whatever we need along the. Oh, we can buy whatever we need along the way. True. I guess so, and we can send postcards home to tell people not to worry about us. You go home feeling a thrill in your stomach. You've never done anything this crazy. I but love you, this. But if you think you're going, you're going to live dangerously. Bruce is the person to do it with. Heck yeah. After dinner, you grab your passport and toothbrush. Slip out of the house and meet Bruce at the corner. He's already called a taxi to take you to the airport. Damn, dog. Die or die. Damn, this dude. Yeah, fucking Wait, Bruce. That's Bruce pretty cool. Like, yeah. That's cool. Why are we knocking Bruce so much? And how, well, he I, was I was. Limbs. Yeah, there's okay, there's like yeah. five people talking at once. My limbs? <laughs> limbs? Let's go around limbs? and see what, why everybody right. hates Bruce. No, see, I was saying it wasn't us that hates Bruce. Yeah, true. It's... The book. The, the book, book that hates Bruce. The book yeah. just wanted us to not trust Bruce, but Bruce is a ride or die. Bruce is cool. Yeah, I feel like this cool. is a vibe. I feel like it's some classism in there, because part of it seems like he comes from a rougher background. And... Yeah. I was going to say it. Bruce might be black. No, he might be. I don't <laughs> know. That is true. Is there a picture? It doesn't say There's no yeah. picture. Yeah. picture, yeah. Uh, so. If there's no picture of Bruce, I'm saying he's black-coated. Yeah. 
Okay, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I never said she wasn't, baby. <laughs> Do I make you Randy Goblins? Goblins. I don't know. That's, that's anti-Semitic, Rowling. Like you, you make goblins. Oh, I make them hook nose, baby. <laughs> and control the banks. Also, I sound like Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's how she sounds. That's exactly. No, it's just J.K. It's just a. Uh, Austin Powers, but with a with a redheaded wig and a turf <laughs> and turf. So first movie. You know, uh, uh, okay, where do we leave off? Uh, you and Bruce managed to get on a on a night flight to New York and book two first class seats on a plane out of New York for Cairo. That'd be nice. Two twenty four hours later, exhausted and excited, you land at Cairo Na- International Airport. But you're feeling Cairo. soon. Cairo. Yeah, I was Did thinking the same thing. I didn't want to correct you. Like, Cairo. Wrong. Cairo. Yeah. Cairo. Sorry, I'm a little drunk. Pronunciation on the wrong syllable. Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> but your feline soon changes when you reach customs uh, and find what you're required to declare all your currency. What are we? What are we gonna do? You asked first. Put it up your butt. It's literally what I was thinking too. <laughs> way I was like, up your butt. Y'all got holes. <laughs> oh wait, no. Don't you put it up your butt? Yeah. Fake it, he says. And if that doesn't work, we'll use the old-fashioned way. We'll bribe them. Go to page one. I mean, it is a nineties. Oh, yeah. Up your butt. There. Okay, so there is a picture of him. Are they not sh- black? Uh, but, um, but for what it's worth, the pe- the people of uh, Egypt are not brown looking, so... Could go either way. But he looks like a fucking reject from King of the Hill. So my other thought... We're at Egypt! Is, like, I remember... I actually read it from fucking Persepolis. Yes. Of, like, putting it in your coat. Yeah. Like, undoing some of the lining of your coat. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, into I your coat. Also, if you I have a never button read... in my coat yeah. right now. <laughs> I actually do have a jacket that I can slip stuff in because there is actually like the the lining was cut. My red, my red uh, soldier I mean, my coat jacket yeah. Is a has that. Pocket. Yeah. So um, I lost a button one time, and um, and my jacket ripped open. So I sewed it up, and there's still something in my jacket. <laughs> I didn't realize until I finished sewing it up that there's something in my jacket now. I think it's a chapstick, actually. Okay, all right, all right. What's in Noelia's jacket? You better not wash that I one. I should bring it and you guys, like, feel it and, like, toss it about. All right. It's actually a dead body. Also, if you've never read Persepolis, definitely read it. It's an amazing graphic novel. Uh, but I digress. Luck, however, co- seems to be on your side. When your turn comes, the customs agent glances at your passport, stamps it, and lets you through. I mean, you are kids. They're not going to be like, declare your money. We know you have a million dollars, kid. Yeah, How they're the going to be like, here? We're rich American children, that's why. Woo! We are rich. We're going to get And then they robbed. just start dancing. Okay, real Ooh. talk, though. When I was in, I remember distinctly in middle school, we had vending machines before, like, all that got ripped out. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to get a soda, and there's this tiny child that just breaks out this giant wad of cash. And so he had, a, he was tiny too, so I would guess like sixth grade, I'm like, dude, where do you get that much money? Like, is he drug dealing? Yeah. He's a tiny child, is he robbing his parents? There like, were some kids in middle school that had side hustles though. Yeah. Dude, Like some people would bring like sodas stack. and sell them for a dollar each. Yeah. Or like... When I say fat stack, I don't, like, I don't think I've ever held 
money amount well, of that. One of my friends used to get CDs, and he would burn CDs and, like, sell them for a couple dollars. Damn. See, that's how you do it. Like, because, like, I was thinking you were talking about, like, kids who would bring, like, Mexican candy and sell it. Oh, yeah, that too. Kids yeah, did yeah, yeah. do that, too. But they would never get that kind of stack. They'd get a stack, like, this thick. Like, they'd, they'd get something like this. Oh my god, those are all hundreds. Those are ones. Uh, it's a stripper. This is my money that I found at the theater. It's a stripper fund. To oh, become a stripper true. one day. No, that's my money that I am a stripper. This is what I earned as a stripper, all this change. Okay, that, that checks. <laughs> they throw pennies at you? Yeah, they throw pennies. No, they put it in the slot. <laughs> they put it in the slot. Thank you very much. That's I what I do. The poop. <laughs> you proceed to the exchange window where you change two bundles of bills into Egyptian pounds. Then you look for a taxi to take you into the city. Cairo, Cairo, right? Cairo. Cairo. Is a shock to you at first. It's crowded, dirty, and noisy. Okay, white kid. Like nothing you've ever seen before. Jeez. The taxi drives at breakneck speed, honking constantly at the cars. Pedestrians, carts, chickens, sheep, and even herds of goats that crowd the road. What is this, fucking Indiana Jones? Uh, Everything seems to be covered (laughs) with a layer of brown desert dust. Welcome to Arizona. Yeah, welcome to the desert, dude. Uh, the city is full of unfamiliar sm- sounds and smells, such as the call of prayer from the mosque or the sharp odors of turmeric and other spices. Uh, your ride ends in front of the Nile Hilton and Tahrir Square, the modern hub of Cairo. The Hilton's too boring. Let's go to the Queen Cleopatra. You say to Bruce, pointing at a neon sign advertising the hotel. Oh, look. 20 uh, minutes later, you're asleep in your room at the Queen Cleopatra. Turn oh, to page 71. Nope. I kind of want to do the Queen Hilton. Cleopatra. Yeah, I was going to say, the I'm Queen Cleopatra just robbed. sounds like some seedy, like, it sounds like a tourist club. Yeah. It sounds cheaper, so that's why I would choose it. It sounds but like a tourist trap, though. I feel like yeah. it sounds like a casino kind of thing, which we can't do because we're children. Also... Can you even rent a hotel with... I guess it's an engine. You can probably... Unless... Money. I was going to say, we've been able to go to, like, a Motel 6 and just be like, we want a room. Here's money. Okay. The classic. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, they find it more sketchy yep, yep, if you yep. just do it in cash, because they're like, why aren't you? The next morning, you and Bruce, Bruce take the elevator up to the dining room, where you have a breakfast of eggs and... I don't know how to pronounce this properly. It's F-U-U-L. Is it just full? I guess so. Sounds I like don't. it. A thick I, bean paste, which that kind of sounds nice. I like. I a, try it. I like a thick bean paste. I was gonna say I don't Beans know what. Bruce takes you. Bruce. Bruce. Bruce takes you to the window and points to the southeast. Shimmering on the horizon above the chaotic city are the three triangular shapes, the pyramids of Giza. He whispers, "Let's go." You say, "What should we do with the satchel?" Take it. With we us. better keep it with us. We better keep it with us. He replies. We can take turns carrying it. Oh, he's going to ditch you, dude. Uh, a few minutes later, you're in a taxi speeding toward the pyramids. They lean, lure, they, they lean. They loom larger and larger as you near the edge of the city. The taxi drops you off, and you walk the final kilometer over over desert sand to Cheops? Cops? Cheops? I don't, I don't know. Uh, the first of the great pyramids of Giza. You're awed by its presence and by the labor that went into stacking the huge mass of stone building blocks by slaves. Bruce is as overwhelmed as you are at last, you think. it's found. He's found something bigger than himself. Do I have to ask if the slave oh, thing okay. was in the book or not? Yes, you should, because that was me. Okay, all so, right, all right. So I just heard about, it, it is, you, you did pronounce it right, it looks like, and then it's also, mm-hmm. they're fava beans. Ah. They're cooked fava beans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm also wearing my uh, silence <laughs> electric. Oh, there you go. Do you want me to get you a Chianti? 
Uh, so, I know. At this point, I feel like our organs are going to get harvested. I agree. If, if this wasn't, if this was one of those other ones, like I, How to Survive the Holidays or whatever, I would agree with 100% with you. But it's You're a Millionaire, so it's just power fantasy for kids. Yeah. See, I'm just concerned because it's been less than 24 hours, and I'm pretty sure it would take at least four days for a postcard to get back to mom and dad. They're probably losing their minds right now. Well, they're in Ooh, Europe, they're in Europe. And we don't know where they are. Oh, you're right. But, they but fucking, also, we're in fucking cross Egypt now, so a postcard to there... Shouldn't take too long. Shouldn't yeah. take too long, right? Yeah. But yeah, that babysitter's probably pissing herself. Yeah. Or she's not giving a fuck. She's a bitch. <laughs> she's like one less kid to shoot rubber bands at and then just shoots rubber band <laughs> at the sister just randomly. Just, I like to think the sister's like five and she's like, yay! She just thinks it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't even remember you exist. A steady stream of camel and horse drivers approaches you, offering you and Bruce rides across the desert to the nope. other pyramids. That's pretty cool. Nope. But you turn them down, deciding you want to go inside Cheops first. Okay, that's fair. Good. Uh, yeah. Good I'm, job. You yeah. climb a seemingly endless series of steps through the inside of the pyramid in a low, narrow passage. You're carrying the satchel, and you sweat as the air becomes hot and stuffy. Finally, you reach the room in the center of the pyramid, where the pharaoh's sarcophagus lies. There is an eerie feeling to his burial chamber, surrounded by tons of stone. You also get a strange feeling from a man in the room. He looks familiar. Oh, no. He's got curly blonde hair and is wearing a khaki outfit, as if he's about to embark on a safari. You think maybe he, has, he was on the airplane from New York. You turn to leave, and the man follows you and Bruce back down the passage. Then all of a sudden, he pushes past Bruce and makes a grab for the satchel. Oh. You've got my money! else? That's right. Bruce jumps the man from behind. You lose your footing, and all three of you go sliding down the passage. People scream as you tumble past them, and soon your threesome <laughs> turns into an avalanche of bodies careening toward the, the pyramid's portal. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Somehow you manage to keep hold of the satchel, and when you hit the bottom, you feel Bruce pulling you up uh, out of the tangle. The two of you dash away from the pyramid, looking for a way to escape. At one of the underground burial temples next to the pyramid, you spot a tunnel leading into the rock. How did he find you? That's my big question. How did he find you so quickly? The entrance is blocked by by steel bars, but a gap between two of the bars looks just wide enough for the two of you to slip through. Meanwhile, a camel driver approaches, asking if you want a ride. Glancing back at the pyramid, you see the man in the khaki outfit shaking himself off and looking around for you. So two choices, guys. Shit. If you escape into the tunnel, turn to page 96. If you escape by camel, turn to page 98. The the camels are scam. Yeah. Really? I'm like, if we... Way to not trust brown people, we... No, there's a lot of scammers out there, those Egyptians. This is 1990. They're probably still, like, touristy. pretty bad. Yeah. Crap. Ah. Scanning off white people is yeah, an there, angel there, tradition. There are people who like throw do whistles to seem like oh, they're I saw important. That too. Yeah. yeah, where they like tell you, "Hey, we have to you have to walk over here. I'll give you a ride." And then they're like, they're they're actually trying to scam you out of money when you're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. like if I feel like if we get onto the camel, they're gonna take us further into the desert and like beat us up. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, if we go so, into the, I'm just saying, Bruce let's could dive beat with them mummies. Up. I'm thinking we can squeeze into the thing where the guy so might not be able to. That's what my hope is. That's, yeah, that's even opinion. even if it's like a dead end or something, we, we can wait. Okay. We're able to fit through a bar. Uh, where we find like through the bar. hole, through like, the, the hole the, between the, the bars. Yeah, between the bars. Like a cat. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. 
So I'm guessing tunnel then? Sure. Yeah. Tunnel. Tunnel. I kind of want to do camel, but oh, I, I'm all voted. It's okay. You it's okay. I got, just chaotic. I, I mean, I, I feel also like going into wanted... the tombs is a little oh. more chaotic. Yeah. True. You know, that's, that's fair. Look out. It's fits. This way. You say, grabbing Bruce's sleeve, you lead him down a ramp to the barred entrance to the tunnel. I doubt he'll be able to follow us here, you say, squeezing through the gap in the bars. I doubt he'd want to, Bruce replies, peering in at the blackness in front of you. I'm glad I brought a flashlight at the... I bought a flashlight at the hotel. How do you buy a flashlight at the hotel? They have all sorts of weird, like... That's true. Yeah, they do. And the gifts are... Yeah. yeah. Come like, on, you say. I have raw flashlight. <laughs> I have raw. No, they probably would, like... I have Osiris, thank you very much. No, <laughs> wouldn't it be raw because it's sun? We have to get out of sight! In case he saw us, come down here. Sam calls you out. <laughs> Bruce switches on the flashlight, and you venture down the rock corridor. I feel like the eye of Osiris makes more sense, because everyone talks about his eyes. But that's a life thing. Ra's the Well, sun. guess what the, What life is? Bright and shining, baby. Look Ra at my life. It's beautiful. Uh, hey, oh, and guess what? It's game over, Sam. <laughs> He's dead now. Uh, Brandon, you're now tied. I'm just kidding. I've, I've always been tied. Tied to to life. Oh. <laughs> uh, Bruce switches on the flashlight and you venture down the rock corridor. You haven't gone very far before you hear a man yelling in at you. Hey, come back here. I won't hurt you. I promise. I just want to talk. That's my satchel you've got. Bruce turns on the flashlight. You wait in silence. Oh, sorry. Turns off the flashlight. Uh, the man rattles the bars. Get back here, you kids. He screams. You'll be sorry. This is serious business. That's not your money. I work for the company. It works for the British Museum? What company? Bruce whispers. You shrug. Let's go. He should have been more specific. Who just says the company? That's what it's called. You know? it's, it's, it's big. It's the choose your own adventure. Um, you and Bruce move silently down the tunnel in darkness until you can no longer hear the man. Something brushes by your face. Then a lot of things brush past you Snake. in a flutter of high-pitched squeaks. Ooh, yes. Yes. Bats, 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 I like Weiss's snakes. Bats, bats. <laughs> You're in That's Indiana good. Jones mode. Snakes. I hate snakes. Uh, bats! Bruce hisses. You crouch and wait for the flurry of bats to pass. Bruce turns the flashlight on again, and not a moment too soon. Six feet in front of you is a sheer drop-off. Turn to page 88. Can we just appreciate that Bats came through and his name is Bruce? <laughs> uh, there's a picture of you guys with a mummy. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, looks like Weiss. The mummy mugs you for your money. Give me money the for mummy. afterlife. The mummy is Weiss. Bruce shines the flashlight over the edge. I can't tell what's down there, but there are steps cut in the rock. Well, you reason? We can't go back the way we came. I'll go first, Bruce says. Then you can drop the satchel to me and come down yourself. Why drop the satchel? Don't drop the satchel. Uh, sorry. Bruce puts the flashlight between his teeth and carefully lowers himself over the edge. Not the stairs. Shh. You watch the light get smaller and smaller as he climbs down. Finally, he calls. Okay. Let it drop, drop, drop. <laughs> you hold the satchel out over the edge and let go. It takes a couple of seconds to thunk at the bottom. Got it, Bruce says. Come on down. I'm in some kind of chamber. You slide over the edge, feeling for the stone steps in the dark. 
Your foot finds one, and you gingerly allow your weight to rest on it. Then you find another one for your other foot, and one for your hand. You slowly descend to the chamber below, concentrating so hard on each step as it comes that... As... Oh my god. So hard on each step as it comes that you don't have time to get scared. That's a that's a weird sentence. <laughs> um, good work, Bruce says as you find level ground again. The air is dank and stale. It feels cold after the heat inside, outside. He turns and shines the light into the chamber. A, a, a sarcophagus! You gasp. Warily, you and Bruce approach the black marble coffin. Oh, black marble. That can't be good. Ooh, black. Fancy. You top. The top is off. Don't Bruce shines the light in, staring up at you as a frozen grimace of a half-unwrapped mummy. Turn to page 58. Snored it. Snored it. Just you're like ri- the Victorians. You're rich now. You're rich now. Why not? <laughs> didn't didn't the Victorians burn them? They did all sorts of weird shit They did mummies. a lot of things to mummies. They also used them as paint. There's a reason that there was I a mummy ground. I heard that they, like, burned them in, like, trains to... <laughs> as, like, fuel. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Again, they've snorted them. They've used them as paint. They... I wouldn't... Who knows? Maybe. Who knows but the mummy. Victorians were fucking weird. You and Bruce jump back at first, but then move in for a closer look. The mummy is surprisingly small and frail. It looks as... It looks almost as though it's made of mud, with its bones and facial expression frozen for centuries. You find something strangely touching about it. You can feel this little of the personality and spirit of this human who walked the earth 5,000 years ago, and the sadness of its death. I wonder what else is in here, Bruce says, shining the flashlight around. A niche of some kind has been built into the wall, and another smaller mummy has been placed in it. It's a cat, you exclaim. Look, here are the ears and the tail, all wrapped up. Aww. Weird, Bruce says. They made their cats into mummies, too? The cat mummy is almost as touching as the human one. When you think about the care given to the little carcass, it gives you a vivid sense of the daily life of this person. No. And not the image of them killing the cat yeah, to be just, mummified. Yeah, exactly. And, th- and this is where the greatest crossover happens and we turn into the mummy cat. You find more niches around oh. the chamber. <laughs> one contains a dog, another a hawk, and... There are crocodiles, snakes, even a little mouse, all mummified. You also wow. find plates, bowls, pitchers, and cups. Some of them contain sharp, hard, shriveled-up nodules of what was once food. Everything you need for the afterlife, you muse. Time to die. You Guess feel Bruce shiver beside you. It, it gives me all the creeps. All of a sudden, I feel like I'm disturbing this dude's rest. You feel all those. You know all those stories about the mummy's curse. Let's get out of here. Why is Bruce the smartest one here? <laughs> yeah, you agree. Let's go. You find a corridor leading out of the burial chamber and follow it through the cool, dusty passageways, <sighs> feeling as if you've entered another universe. Turn to page 16. Goodbye, fellow millionaire. Right? I, I feel like that was a weird, like, kind of solemn moment of, like, you kind of re- facing death for a second of just, like, man... It's kind of amazing how this person lived so many thousand years ago and it still looks so good. <laughs> What's his beauty secret? Doctors hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Doctors hate how he has a huge boner. They take his entire organs out. <laughs> the corridor splits into a left and right hand turn. You go left and suddenly run into what looks like an ordinary door. What do we do? Bruce says. You shrug. What else can we do? Burst through the door as if we know what we're doing? 
You first, Bruce says. You take a deep breath, grab the doorknob, and in one sharp motion, swing it open and step through it. You find yourself in an office with a desk and three startled members of the Egyptian Civil Guard. Oh my god. They're just on their break, just like, hey. (laughs) They They take their breaks inside of the... (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, I guess. They gape at you for a moment, then quickly recover and grab you and Bruce. Uh, English? The one seated behind the desk asks with arched eyebrows. He looks like an officer. He's got burnished skin, a thick black mustache, and handsome features. Ooh. Hi. I'll be your American prince. English? No, American. Er, yes, you stammer. I mean, I'm American, but I speak English. The officer smiles. Ah, good. He motions for the guards to let you go. Please sit down. Americans are our friends. Yes, we are good friends, he agrees, searching desperately for something intelligent to say. Oh, no. America is a very great country, the oh, officer no. goes on. Oh, no. Very powerful, oh, very no. rich. Oh, no. Go on to the next page. He wants a bribe. You wonder if he's hinting at something. Bruce seems to pick up on it, and he takes the satchel out of your hand. That's right, he grins. We're your rich friends, and we like to give presents to our friends. You can see Bruce is about to pull some money out of the satchel. <laughs> Is he being too brazen? If you stop Bruce and take control yourself, turn to page 101. If you let Bruce handle it, turn to page 95. Nah, let Bruce handle it. Bruce, Bruce. Bruce has got this, Bruce, yeah. Bruce, I'm Bruce, also Bruce. worried that he's just going to hand them a stack of cash, and then they're going to be like, what else is in there? Yeah, <laughs> or, my, yeah my, like, on one hand, Bruce is, is quick on the uptake, and he seems to be the voice of reason, but at the same time, what's to stop these officials from being like, you got well, let's just take the whole, yeah, yeah. let's take they the just, whole inside. Or he takes it and then people. still arrests us for a bribe. Yeah, true. I don't know how the Would this handsome is. man say otherwise? He is very handsome. That's actually pretty good drawing. Uh, so we're, um... I wonder we're if we'll do let o- he'll let us do other things instead of money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, this isn't you. <laughs> so this, so you want to take control of the situation first? No, no, never mind. I want Bruce. So Bruce. 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 We're going with Bruce on page I just want to make the joke because why can't he I made the mistake. I'm surprised we haven't run into a dead end exactly. yet. Let's see if our homie our homie's gonna pull through. Uh, you watch as Bruce starts pulling money out of the satchel. There's no problem, he says, making a wiping motion with his hand. We are very generous. He pulls some bills from the satchel and flips them onto the desk. No problems, no problems, he chants lightly. You sneak a glance at the officer who looks aghast. What's the matter? Bruce asks. That's not enough. He keeps dropping oh, money no. onto the desk. Oh no! Yeah. Oh. Looking back at the officer, you now now realize he is deeply offended. <gasps> oh! He stands up and says in a formal manner, "I must tell you that you are under arrest for attempting to bribe an officer of oh, the civil guard." Oh. There it is. Who called it? Who called it? Yeah, who said that it? That was right. That was yep. Sam. Okay. Yeah. He gestures to the guards who take each of you by an elbow. What is in this briefcase? The officer asks coldly. Coke money. Oh, it's nothing, nothing, Bruce stammers. The officer directs a guard to bring him the satchel, when he, which he opens. Shock registers on his face for a moment when he asks, Did you declare this currency at customs? Oh, fuck. Bruce's hesitation is all he needs. <laughs> I am confiscating this until the matter can be investigated, the officer says and waves you away. With that, you're... You're taken down to the police station on page 90. We are done yet. damn. Right? We still haven't met, met a dead end yet. We also haven't been killed by the other guys, so we're good. I, I don't think he was going to kill you guys. We had um, his money. We I might be know. missing our liver, but... 
Uh, you know, you only maybe, need one. You know, liver, liver, life. Oh yeah, <laughs> you only need part of one. There you go. You do only need one liver. Yeah, true. I have prayed in that, but I just don't. <laughs> After you have spent a miserable night in jail, a I'm man from the U.S. consulate arrives to spring you. He takes you back to his office and sits you down. Soon another man arrives. I'm Louis B. Jordan, he says, sitting down behind the desk. You're in some fairly serious trouble. First of all, there is a matter of attempting to bribe an officer of the Egyptian civil guard. Are you guys fucking stupid? Why would you do that? You're racist, okay? Now, this is not unheard of, but it must be done correctly. Do you know? Do you know what bakshish is? You and Bruce shake your heads. Literally speaking, it's a gift. It can be the money you give to a beggar, or a tip you give to someone who performs a service. It can also be what we could would call a bribe. But it is a very delicate art. You must develop a relationship with the person. Do a kind of dance before you begin to negotiate. Oh my gosh, all this is all real? All of this Dang. is done very subtly, through hints. From what I understand, your methods were, shall we say, glued. Jordan pauses to light a cigar. So much for your first mistake. However, it leads to a much bigger question. Where in heaven's name did you get all that money? We're crack dealers. Page 97. We Do you know the crack epidemic? Wood. Yeah, you know the crack epidemic? Due to epidemic? the Hot Cheetos epidemic, they were selling like hotcakes. Yo, when were Hot Cheetos created? I'll oh, I would say like... I'll say mid-2000s. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say mid-90s. Mid yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this book was written in 1990, so... I'd say they were invented like 1998. I'm gonna say 96. I'm gonna look it up. We got two people looking it up. Stop, please. Oh. <laughs> We're just really curious about Cheetos, man. La 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 la. Okay. So in 2021, it says 20 years for two decades. So let me, I'm trying to get a better. So it'd be I, 1991 then. I'm seeing something that says 30 years ago. What? Um, for what? Hot when Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. 1989. Okay. Yes. What? Yes. Hot so Cheetos, a spicy version of the product, was developed at the company's headquarters starting eight, 1989. Damn. Damn. They were in test markets in summer of 1990. Okay, uh, so test market, test market, so still not enough time. Yeah, they might have been hot in one specific area, but not necessarily. Yeah. See, yeah. we were we were going under the radar. We were selling them on the low down. People were like, "Oh, this is yeah, it was a secret yeah. formula for hot Cheetos." When he said he works for the company, he works for the Frito Lay <gasps> company. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Damn, we could have had it. We in. cracked the code. <laughs> Seeing little choice, you tell Jordan how you found the satchel and decided to come to see the pyramids. Jordan puffs and nods for a few minutes and then says, Obviously, we'll have to conduct a full investigation, but for the time being, I'm willing to buy your story. Your actions are not those of criminals, or indeed of people who know how to handle money in any way, <laughs> silly little children. I'll have to turn the money over to the Department of Treasury, Jordan continues. In the meantime, I'm afraid you will have to put you on a plane back to the United States. You and Bruce have a long flight ahead. In economy class, the end. Oh, but you know for not a fact, bad. you're not seeing that money again. Why yeah. the fuck would they be like a million dollars? Let's just turn I wanna that back. I want to find the endings because I want to know. Uh, I'm, I don't think you'll be. I mean, I, there might be a Honestly, true adventure. That was wiki. not a bad ending. It's it's a very bittersweet ending. Yeah, I'd say bittersweet. Oh, so that's we got okay. So we okay, but like... what what would we do if we took control? 
Uh, so that was that 101. But come on, we got like a free trip to Egypt. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. For the 10 year olds. We okay. Are. Bruce just doesn't know how to bribe Egyptian officials. Dang it, you Bruce. grab Bruce's hand, silently restraining him from bribing the officer. You look at the officer and wonder if that's a twinkle you see in his eye. Yes, our countries have become friends, you say to the officer. Yes, and America has helped us to develop our economy, the officer responds, eyeing the satchel. Maybe now's the time to make your move. We would like to help your economy develop. Perhaps you have an established fund for this? The officer tugs on his mustache. Yes, in fact, we do have such a fund. Would you like to make a contribution? Why, yes, we would, he reply. So he takes the bribe anyway? Uh Yes, again, it's just how you do it. Well, I can take your contribution myself. I will see that it gets to the correct bureau. I would appreciate that very much. You can't embarrass him in front of his co-workers. You say. You pull a bundle of bills from the satchel and set it on his desk. The officer regards them, saying nothing. You put another bundle of bills on the desk. You wait. He waits. You put one more bundle on desk. He chews his mustache and looks at his watch. You add another bundle, clap the satchel shut, and stand up. The officer regards you, and then the money on the desk, and the money on, and then on the money, oh my god. The officer regards you, and then the money on the desk. You Americans are very generous, he murmurs. He breaks into a smile. Thank you very much for your contribution. He stands to shake your hand, then gestures to one of the guards behind you. Mustafa, see these fine people to the door. On page 11. That one with the most generic Egyptian name. Page 11? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know how they like put this stuff in order, because there's oh, no you, way. Oh, you literally just throw the pages in the air and let them go. That's that's <laughs> what I plan on doing with my Choose Your Own Adventure book. As Mustafa leads you out of the building, he looks at you strangely. Then he starts asking questions about what you saw in the vault. His English is not very good, and you think he must be angling for some money of his own. But he waves off, waves off your hand when you reach into the satchel. No bakshish, Mustafa says. I see this for you. Uh, I see something on your face. It happens sometimes to people who go into the tombs. What do you mean? Bruce asks slowly. Curse. Mustafa looks at the satchel. You know, family of mummy give mummy all riches and wealth so he will have safe journey. If they don't give this mummy spirit, will not be happy. We, we have to give something to the mummy? You ask? Mustafa shakes his head impatiently. No, not to mummy, but like that, like mummy's family gives. Bruce looks at him suspiciously. Mustafa just shrugs and says, I don't say it's for me, for you, for good health. He taps his temple. I see things maybe you don't. I, I tell you what I see. That's all. What do you want? You reach the door. Mustafa gestures out at the street before you. The world is big. We are small. Goodbye, my friends, and good luck. Goodbye, you say. As you realize that Mustafa was trying to help, you turn and call back, thanks. Turn to page 29. Thanks, kid. He didn't even explain backsheesh. That's cool. That's cool. Well, because you kind of did the art of the whole, like, it's a dance. It's not just a... Well, yeah, but they would have explained it in the quote-unquote bad ending. Yeah. Yeah. 
You and Bruce head straight for the airport to catch the first plane out of Cairo, which turns out to be a flight to Istanbul. Oh, shit. Istanbul is not Sassanobol. Istanbul is not Sassanobol. It's nobody's business but the Turks. As you wait in the boarding area, you ponder Mustafa's words. You don't feel as happy-go-lucky as when you got off the plane 24 hours ago. You have an inkling that the money you found may bring as much weight and responsibility with it as it does freedom and pleasure. You have plenty to think about as you continue your travels. The end. Hmm. That's yet ah. another bittersweet ending. Yeah, yeah these. That's I'm, not bad. Yeah. I think that's better. We still have the money. So. Yeah, and we can you're, go wherever you're the doing fuck a little bit of growing up. Oh, this dude. So I turned it to a random page. And look at this dude, and it's like no neck. Oh Ow. man. He's like. <laughs> Here you go, so they call me No Neck Johnson because I have no neck. <laughs> I think I'm kids. I'm No Neck Johnson, and I like how you Whoa, you go camping in a story. I wonder if there would be an ending where we just go to Europe and find the parents. <laughs> Probably not. I think we did the travel one. Guys, you could have like... gone to camp. I'm just saying. Meh. Now we have to go to fucking Egypt. Imagine if we didn't but share the money with Bruce, on. though. Hmm. That guy would probably find us. The guy There's a dude trying to company. bring into your house. Oh my! Oh, there it is. Oh, is if that you, him? If you keep the money. That's the the man that works at the company. Mm. The company, the Frito Lay company, <laughs> and his hot Cheeto money. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. hot Cheeto money. That's great. So yeah, that was you are a millionaire. Choose your own adventure number ninety eight. Oh, yeah, number ninety eight. They went to quite a couple hundred of those. Mm. Uh, I'd say that was a pretty fun adventure. That was. I, I was gonna say I'm kind of surprised with book number ninety eight that that was still kind of as entertaining as it would be. Yeah. Mm. Well, I thought you were a millionaire would be really, like... Kind of lame. Yeah. Says the fan of Goosebumps. Hey! So? <laughs> so, so? Hey, at least you get to do stuff in Goosebumps. Yeah. And Except that... like a vampire. Well, hey, go back and listen to Choose Your Own... The, the first Let's Read we ever did of uh, You Are a Vampire. No, that's not it. Don't uh, Feed the Vampire. Don't Feed the Vampire, where we get kink-shamed by Earl Stein. I want to lick vampire titties. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It wasn't, but, specific, it wasn't it blood? Not, but it was, it was like blood off her. of a woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it was like on her. So, yeah. lick. That is true. So, piggybacking off of uh, Sam's comment about <laughs> it was okay to be a millionaire, or it was interesting. At least this wasn't a book of us being an adult and it says be a millionaire because I can just imagine that it would go down so much worse. Yeah. How to avoid your taxes. <laughs> Paying for two mistresses. As much as I like the modern age of choose your own adventure books that are aimed for adults, I love the classic ones so much. Yeah, why do an orgy choose they, your own adventure? <laughs> why? Why they not? They have a they have good a luck. good um. Only good endings though. They have good writing to them. Oh, stuff. happy yeah, endings. They still hold up for me <laughs> at least. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're not written by the same person. They're not all written by the same person. That's oh, really? probably the biggest reason why. Because let's, let's look at the other two I have, like, on my table over here. This one's written by R.A. Montgomery. Uh, this one's also Jay Liebold. So, uh, the the Search for Aladdin's Lamp. Racism. Yeah. It's uh, Brandon called I, I the last to, time. I tried to look for it, and these could not. <laughs> yeah, funny. there's not a, there's not a distinct wiki page like the Goosebumps page. That's unfortunate. To give yourself Goosebumps, the Goosebumps wiki people, as I will always say, are amazing with keeping that shit in fucking tow. But uh, yeah, there's no choose your adventure people who are as like dedicated. 
So thank you for joining us this week on, uh, speaking of which, if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review where you can. And if you really want to be cool, like we so over here, yes. join our Patreon at patreon.com slash speaking of which, for $1, you get a bonus episode every week. You get episodes up early, and you get my show notes when I remember to put them on there. <laughs> and also session zero to the Let's Roleplay from last week. Yeah, that's right. Or two weeks ago, because this episode's not coming out for another two weeks. Or week. I don't, weeks. Time is an illusion. Time, time's weird. So yeah, there's also that. Uh, you can be like Weiss in this room or like Trey at Yurdosaurus. Uh, join them. Be cool. Join. You get. A, you know, there's also a Discord. We also have a Discord that I forget to say. Oh, that yeah. we're all part of that we don't really post on. <laughs> That's I, I try to, but I forget. I, I don't use Discord. That's my yeah. problem. I thought it was a neat idea. Hey, it's a dollar, so I figured I'd make one of those. I was going to say, you can make it help make it more active. Yeah, that's true. Because part of the thing is that right now it's just us oh. and Trey, and other than Trey, we already talk on Messenger. Like, we already have, like, a speaking of which Messenger. Oh, okay. What's up, Luis? Real quick, I, found, I was looking at some of the Choose Your Own Adventures books. There's one, a Western one called Deadwood City, and one of the first pictures it shows is you enter the Navajo village. The Indians greet you warmly. Ooh. They have wanted to learn English for such a long time. We oh, so okay. they, but the way they spell Navajo is N-A-V-A-H-O. Ooh, ah. classic. <laughs> we, you to uh, you'll need to message me that one, the title of that one, so I can find it. Uh, Deadwood. Yeah. Was, oh, my God. Dead. All right. Oh I mean, God. I guess it's on uh, on the podcast, so I'll remember to look it up. Yeah. Rupal, Deadwood City at the end of this one. Remember that. Uh, you can follow us at SOW underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, follow the growing porn bots that are following me. I'm at 171 followers and growing every day. Sam? You can find me at Berserker Rose. I'm at 96 followers and not that many porn bots. You could be the next porn bot. Elena? Uh, <laughs> Winter Bear on Instagram. 123 porn bot. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Brandon, you want to be found? Nah, not net. Not now. Yeah, okay. I got nothing. And Weaselthorpe. Uh, four step tender. Uh, Drop YouTube the E at and, the end of er. Yes, uh, on YouTube and Instagram. And I just realized I'm at 336 follow uh, subscribers. Subscribers, nice. And oh, I, was, I started at like t- t- 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say mine it's is slowly cool. growing as well. Yeah, it was crazy. So I felt bad. I was like, I haven't done like a hundred, hundred subscriber thing, but ah, uh, oh, shit! I should have. I just barely hit a hundred, so I should probably do that yes. on the YouTube page. But I'll do something soon. But for now, thank you guys for supporting me. Yeah, and I'll, hey, if you don't follow Weiss on his YouTube page, you really should. It, there's some amazing work on there. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, and if you don't follow the Speaking of Witch page on, on YouTube, you're missing out on all that Goosebumps content. Yeah. Nose Goosebumps for the Drunken Book Club. What, what, why you gotta point? Use your words. Are you a baby? <laughs> Are you a baby that can snap? Because that's talent right there. That's talent. Give me milky. <laughs> that's alcohol. Baby shouldn't have alcohol. That's blood on her titty. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's the last let's read. <laughs> Uh, you guys have a song that go out on for this? I- I'm thinking Walk Like an Egyptian or something like that. Oh, well, that'd be, that'd I was good. thinking of that I Want to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> so freaking bad. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a billionaire. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we can't do that. So, no, yeah, no that, that doesn't work. work. I can get done with Walk Like an Egyptian. Yeah. It's always good Or song. some kind of, or ooh, 1015 uh, Cairo or something by The Cure. Okay. Ooh, that's, that's another one. Uh, I got a lot of things for Cairo. 
Uh, we'll find something. Surprising. I'm pretty sure we've used Walk Like an Egyptian before. Oh my gosh. Because I love that song. Wait, what about that song from the old uh, computer game for Pink Panther that was about mummification? You're the only one in the room that knows <laughs> If That's you so find a link to it and send it to That's me, so I will... You know what? Fudge it. Might as well. <laughs> if you can find me a link on YouTube or something, I will record Go it off it. my phone. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. And hey, maybe you too can one day be a millionaire if you find a random bunch of money inside a satchel in a bush. Go in those bushes, baby. Filled with hot Cheeto money. Hot Cheeto money. Filled with that Frito Lay money. Body for the afterlife. Embalming a body was the way to begin. And for that, you need a ritual nerve.